Welcome back to the All Things Sports Podcast. I'm your host, June. I'm here with Small Town EP. Hey, yo, 303 down. You already know the vibes was goody. That's uh, Bookie Bandit right there for those yeah. who don't know. Shout out to the Parlay Boys. Yes, sir. One half. Nate, we miss you. I promise you. So, just to, before we get into this, before we get into all this, in the group chat today, we was going back and forth. Me and Nate was throwing blows. And when I say that, it was uh, the topic was who's the best player in the NBA. It came down to Kevin Durant and Giannis. I was in favor of KD. He was in favor of Greek Freak. Fair points were made on both ends. Ignorant points were made on both ends. <laughs> and uh, That's how it is, though, when you talk exactly. sports. Exactly. And uh, I was flying down the Sawgrass Expressway because, you know, that's where you express yourself, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, I mean, shit. Oh. We obviously got into a long thing, but I was making a joke of this is not why Nate is not on the podcast tonight. <laughs> we love you, Nate. And I wish he was here. But, uh, nah, man. It's Monday. It's off the dribble. We got the NBA playoffs started. We're watching Steph Curry right now cook up. Cook up. With oh Splay. Uh, says Splay. Clay Thompson. Splash brother Clay Thompson. We're watching him cook up. And, uh, you know, it's been exciting for the playoffs this year. We have not seen the Splash Brothers in a while. There, yeah, man. I forgot how exciting this is to watch, man. You watch Clay Thompson and Steph Curry with a healthy Draymond Green in Golden State, and the fans act like they never left. And you got to love it. I Literally, mean, it's great basketball being displayed. They're two of the best shooters, if not the two best shooters of all time, versus MVP candidate who just got teed up. Deservedly no, slow for, for slamming real? the ball, Nick Jokic. Fourth foul, and he gets a tech, and now Steph Curry is going to shoot the tech free throw. Le- Earlier in the game, there was a technical foul, and this happened in game one as well. Jordan Poole yeah, is the league-leading free throw shooter, stats-wise. But guess what? You got Steph Curry on your team. He defers to Steph Curry, says no. You're taking the technical you shots. Now nah, you get them points, baby. So he just did it again, and uh, he knows the sure shot. Steph Curry. As I'm talking about it, there he goes the, the jinx. first time too. I, I, I mix. I, I jinx the uh, Steph Curry technical foul. So, anyways, this is like I said, the All Things Sports Podcast. Like I said again, it is the Monday off the dribble episode. So, um, and we are watching and some great. Yeah, we are watching some great basketball. We're going and we to dibble and dabble. Watch some great basketball. That uh, that Boston and uh, Brooklyn game yesterday might have been the game of the weekend. To be crazy. Honest. And before we do that, how was your weekend? Speaking of it, ooh, my weekend was chilling, man. You know, just progressed. House money will be out soon. I can actually say that now. I got it up. It's you got up. the date? Or got you, the, we got we got we working, we working on, a date. on that. We working on a date right now, but but we gonna we gonna get that all solidified very soon. But. Uh, that's that's up. That's almost out. Some people have seen it. Some people have heard it. You know what I'm saying? I have. <laughs> I so, saw. I heard. Yeah. I shout like. out to them ones. Shout out to them ones. You yeah. Know you gotta saying? you gotta um, go on YouTube. Search up that house money. Small town EP. You know the ways. Mm. Other than that. Yeah, I can't complain. Did you get into anything this weekend? Because um, obviously that was the work, you know. That I was, was with, I was working with that, on the weekend. I was with that boy Ant yesterday, Caesar Sports Crook yesterday. 
We were watching the games and shit. The Caesar Sports lunch. Crook. I'm actually yeah. glad you brought up my brother Amp. Because, <laughs> I mean, we had an eventful weekend. It wasn't it wasn't like all-time weekend. Mind you, my birthday's on Sunday. I'm going to let that be known. Tis. Right? So, for I guess for it to be birthday season, if you will. Jordan nah, the Poole. Warriors are fucking <laughs> cooking right now. Jordan Pardon Poole. my French. They're going crazy. No, nah, you're allowed to. Cook <laughs> All right, I let YouTube know that there will be explicit content. <laughs> That's funny. So we're good. I think that's what that means, that's right? We're good. Exactly Spotify never trips. SoundCloud don't trip. So, shout out to them boys. Uh, yeah, I mean, we had an eventful weekend on Saturday. We went to uh, was that Friday or Saturday? That was Friday. It was night. Saturday. That was Friday night. We went oh, to the Panthers game. Facts, facts. That was Friday. Jordan Poole again. I'm gonna keep getting interrupted <laughs> all night by Jordan Poole. Just hitting step back crossover threes, and they're up now 22 points on Denver. Which I wanted to talk about this game because I thought it was gonna, you know, potentially be a 1 1 series after tonight. Who knows? Jamal Murray trying to come back. Maybe not this series, but just in general, the Nuggets could have a good story. Man, what I'll say is from this series, because I don't have any other words for it, Denver better show up at home. Big facts. Back to the eventful weekend. Friday night, uh, left work, tap forty two happy hour. Met met uh met two dudes there and and uh, listen man, I'll tell you this, bro. Somebody's gonna buy me a drink <laughs> every time I go You're out. A funny ass nigga, though. and it's not gonna fail. And let alone Ant start chopping it up with this drunk dude, Dave White Boy. Shout out to him, and I forgot his friend's name. And uh, yeah. He ends up, yo, let's take shots. We're doing shots. Bomb. Boom. Let's go. We're vibes. Down. Vibes. Mm. Fast forward. We're at the Panthers game. Shot the ant. Got me tickets to the Panthers game. Uh, fire. You know, real friends. How many of us type vibes? Mm-hmm. Um, I snuck a Bombay bottle of water. It was a bottle of water. But, you know. At least you guys were wilding out here. We had the Bombay going. You had to. Them, them arena drinks be crazy. Yeah, we never pay retail. <laughs> <laughs> we never pay retail for drinks at the arena. All right, sometimes we do. If we were, you know what I'm saying? If we, if we taking a little vibe happen. out, yeah. you got to, you know, you got to step on your shit. But you feel me with the gang, bro? We just vibing. <laughs> you might find a little fucking little bottle on the road. Might want to hit that hoe. <laughs> the rules change a little bit. But. Nonetheless, Friday night was dope. We ended up going to Ghost Bar after that and probably was there for a good part of the night, you know, early morning. And we had Hurricanes UM spring game on Saturday. We got to see them live in person. I'm tight. I missed that. In the flesh. And yeah, bro, I think uh, I think we were just there for for a good time, if we're being honest. I didn't watch. <laughs> I ain't watch much football at all. <laughs> Shout out to Rick. My UPS driver, I was able to get him in with a ticket. And when I say ticket, it was RSVP type of thing, but That's tickets fire. did sell out. So I was able to save him a ticket, and we spent a good time, man. Me, RJ, Ant, his boy, and uh, we good. So we was – we was uh, oh, and shout-out to Miami Flow. Shout-out to Kane's fan Rob, my boy Rob. You know, them boys welcomed me to uh, Flo's tailgate. Nice. Flo's tailgate, by the way, was fire. He had the music. He had food, drinks. 
You know what I'm saying? Yo, shout out to Canesware too, actually. Yeah, shout out to Canesware. By the way, pull up on them. They're on uh, University Nova and yeah. University. So pull up, pull up, pull up, pull up on them. Right there in Davie. Yeah, man. I, it's, it's all about spreading love, showing love. Go follow Flow, by the way, on uh, on Twitter at MiamiFlow305 because his content is. If you're a Hurricanes fan or you consider yourself one, his content is definitely. You know what you should be worried about checking out top tier. Um, yeah, it's like bar none. But going forward, Sunday, I mean Saturday night, I got put onto a show. Shout out to my dog. Hey. I got put onto a show called Your Honor. Shows gas, right? And it's on Showtime. This is where they get you. It's on Apple TV, but. It's like you gotta have Showtime. Yeah, so that's that new little. They'll show you that little first episode and be like, "Yeah, psych." You gotta watch it on Showtime. So sign in. Anyways, yo, Jordan Poole is disgusting. He's cooking. He's cooking. Just, oh, oh my, my god. god! We might have found, and we're gonna talk about. I know we're slowly getting into this, but we're gonna talk about the most improved player uh, list this year, and and we're gonna question why Jordan Poole is not a finalist. Okay, because he's got uh. the handle. He's got the, the the vision. He's got the shot, and he's got the character. So look at Draymond Green. Yeah, yeah. He looked like young Steph out there. Oh, I ain't man. gonna lie. That's what that was, bro. So man, Sunday comes along. We'll just we'll just go to Sunday. Sunday comes along, and this is where the playoffs start for me. Playoffs started on Saturday. I no, know. I, understand. I know. I understand. We'll talk about games one. Da, 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 da. But the Sunday playoff game. Miami Heat, Kyle Lowry's first time as a Miami Heat in a playoff game. You got to love to see it, man. It was a 1 o'clock tip-off in Miami. It was a beautiful day outside. Twas. I was was jealous I wasn't there, but guess what? I'm at game two, though. Vibes. I'm at game two, though. And, I mean, game one, if, if it showed me anything, it showed me that, you know, Miami has come into the playoffs, unlike last year, with the correct energy the attitude, the grit, the competitiveness, and we look ready. I mean, 52% from the field, 48% from three, that's that's execution at its finest right there. Yeah, and, and Trey Young, I mean, he made one field goal, if I'm not mistaken. He didn't have he didn't have much of points. I ain't never seen a such a successful boxing one in forever. <laughs> <laughs> it was Trey Young's uh worst performance. If I'm not mistaken, it was one of his worst career performances. And uh, I'm glad that, you know, Miami was able to sponsor that. You know, sponsored by Carnival Cruise Lines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Owner Mickey Arison and all that. But I'm on my third glass of wine, by the way. So <laughs> I'm living a little dangerous on this end. You feel me? But, nah, but you guys definitely came in at the home, at the, you know, white hot at home. You already know the vibes when it's, when it's a Miami Heat playoff game at the crib. And you know what I'll say to that? No. You know what I'll do to that? Oh, yeah. We drink to that. I'll drink to a 1-0 playoff matchup. Because guess what? One down, 15 to go. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Miami's going to play the winner of the uh, Philadelphia-Toronto series. Yeah. So, I mean, I would assume Philadelphia, they have a 2-0 strong lead. Um, I could see Toronto winning a game. However, Scotty Barnes being hurt. Big and, X know, factor right it, there. It's it's tough. You got a rookie of the year candidate. Obviously, I don't think he wins it, but 
he definitely played respectable of enough as a rookie to to be in the candidacy and to uh, understand that he can impact this playoff game one way or another. Mm-hmm. So him not being there is going to hurt. And if even if he is there, he's not going to be at uh, you know 100%. And the ankle injury, you know, it never, never works. You're never going to see somebody come in unless he's LeBron James. Or Steph Curry. Or <laughs> I, I, uh, <laughs> it was good. It was good for the joke. <laughs> Steph Curry had to sit his ass down though with them damn ankles. Yeah, but LeBron did. just twists his ankle and he's good. He's the only person I see. So if you got that ankle injury, you know it's gonna affect your game. You're not gonna be able to really go it, go at it as much as mm-hmm. you want. And um, yeah, I think we're gonna see that. So it's unfortunate, but it's part of the game and. Round two's coming up. <laughs> so Miami Heat, by that time, I guess by the time you guys hear this, we'll be up 2-0, going to Atlanta. We got Phillies up 2-0 dominantly. Mm-hmm. Now let's go back to where you were bringing your thing. <laughs> Boston, <laughs> Brooklyn. Game of the weekend. Can man. I go with my irony first? Do it. Let's go. So we got the 2-7 matchup on the East. It's Boston. Versus Brooklyn. Yes, sir. 2-7. Boston versus Brooklyn. 2-7 on the west is Memphis. Minnesota. Minnesota. Now, E, this is on the fly. That irony right there, that was talked about at least a couple hours ago. It was. On the fly, while I was thinking this, I wanted to see if it gets more ironic. I think I'm right. It does. Both teams... Are alphabetically, the home team is the alphabetically, I don't know how to word this. So Boston, you know, B-O yeah, comes, comes before first. B-R. And they're the home team. They're the home, the yeah, two seed. The two seed. The two seed in the West is Memphis, M-E. Minnesota. And that comes before M-I, That's Minnesota. Facts. Right? That's facts. The plot thickens, bro. And, and. You know, when they say playoffs are rigged, this is what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, today was uh, was uh, Velociraptor Day, and we saw what happened to them, boys. So, mm. there ain't no peacocks. <laughs> hey, you trying St. Peter's right now? Nah, I'm just saying. <laughs> All Raptors, right, no. Nah. Raptors ain't no peacocks. Just put some respect saying. on St. Peter's name. <laughs> I forgot his name, but St. Peter's did go find another head coach, so shout out to them. Oh, snap. I didn't read about that. In That's Warriors funny. history, the most points... In the players' first two career playoff games, damn, sixty-three Wilt Chamberlain, fifty-seven Jordan Poole, fifty-one Mitch Richmond, and then forty-nine that man Steph Curry, Steph, insane. So shout out to Jordan Poole. Guess nah, what? That's a great stat. Yeah, the game's not over. No, nah, it's not. And he's got he's got at least six more in him. So he he could take that record for Warriors. You know, mm. and that list is. Did you hear the names? Yeah. Mitch Richmond? Curry? Who's the first one? Exactly. We got to say it again. Anyways, back to Boston. Game of the weekend. Brooklyn. Yeah. Jason Tatum with the game winner. I mean, spoiler alert. (laughs) But buzzer beater. haven't seen it yet. Game one. I mean, when you think about buzzer beaters game one, I got two of them. And I'm gonna throw it. I'm gonna throw it to Boston because they got one. It was uh, 2010, 
versus Miami. Series is 2-0. Boston's up. This is the year before we got LeBron. Boston's up 2-0. And Paul Pierce hits a game winner on DeLon Wright. Put him up 3-0. Obviously, they went and took the series. Fast forward to 2014. LeBron James versus the Pacers in the Eastern Conference semifinals. Game one. Game one. Against Paul George, mind you. LeBron hits a game winning layup at the buzzer. So it kind of brought me back to those two moments. Now... We got Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Defensive Player of the Year, Marcus Smart. And we got to give him credit. I mean, I don't necessarily agree. I don't agree with the NBA not having Bam Adebayo as a finalist. Um, That's crazy. With those finalists, I will definitely respect Marcus Smart getting the award because he can guard one through five. He's shown it. He's done it. And, uh, you know, he has Boston. He's part of this success that Boston has found in the Not last for two sure. months. So, uh, for all sure, credit for due. Sure. All credit due to him. No hate. And just watching what he's been able to become, you know, quick shout-out to him, like from Oklahoma State where he was um, he was frowned upon as a player in the sense of having a odd character. But I think I think the NBA world has come to understand – Marcus Smart. No, absolutely. And he, like you said, he's uh, he guards one through five. He's a pivotal role player in the lineup. Um, and, I mean, Boston and, and, and Miami, two best defenses in the league, to be honest. So, it had to, I feel like it had to go to one of, one of those teams. But I agree with you. Bam should have definitely been a finalist. That's a highway robbery right there. Yep. I mean <clears> – <throat> National media is going to pick up on it sooner than later. There's no way you see generational talent like this. Bam ad, Bam has the most switches in the league, and he guards one through five. I'm talking about your best one through five, not just one through five. Mm-hmm. But he's guarding your best player. We can put him on your best player confidently. So He's making an impact on every defensive player. That's just a, a shout-out to my Heedle and uh, show some appreciation to him. But like I said, it's Marcus Smart's award. Is the first guard in NBA history to win the award since 1995-96. Gary Payton won that uh, award that year. And uh, he was able to surprise Marcus Smart at Celtics practice. That's awesome. And give him the award. So it was very it was very creative, thoughtful, and well-deserving. Shout out to Marcus Smart for the Defensive Player of the Year. But to the series, man, to the series, we've we seen a Nets team – Play play as good as they might have played all series. I'll put it like that. And that was only game one. And they might have played as good as they've played all series. Too many times, far too many times, have I seen Patty Mills have less than five points. Yeah, that's really bad, man. What's surprising, I was taking a sip of that wine there, sorry. What's surprising is that he's playing on a Steve Nash coached team. So I feel like your point guard, should thrive in a system with, you know, a Hall of Fame point guard, just in general. 
whether he's a good coach or not. You know, I think that the, the, the system and the comfortability should be starting from him. And I'm not trying to tell Steve Nash how to coach or Patty Mills how to play. But I'm surprised that he's going – what was it? What was it? One for one? One for one from three? One for one, one for, for the field? One for three from the field or one from one from the field? Jeez. Same thing. And then two fouls. That's all he had in that quarter that he played. Not okay. Not okay. Not okay. Not, okay. not okay at all. You have people like Bruce Brown playing 37 minutes, having five points. But he only shot the ball three times. Not okay. You running suicides, bro? What's up with you? He said running suicides. <laughs> yeah, I know. So let me get the box. Let me get the box yeah, real quick. You. When you deep dive in this box score, because this shit is crazy. You got Andre Drummond, three of four, 17 minutes, eight points, four rebounds. Seth Curry, nine points. Came out and scored about six of those nine in the first quarter. And you're going to tell me that in 30 minutes, you're only going to take seven shots. I understand. I understand Kyrie and KD accumulated for 44 shots. But, you know, this is something that the Nets are going to have to figure out. Mm -hmm. Distribution. Kevin Durant, yeah, Kevin Durant, as much as you want to take 24 shots, you're going to have to have more than 23 points, more than nine from 24, and more than one for five from three. If you're taking you know, 24 shots. For because sure. guess what? You didn't drop 39 like Kyrie. Kyrie dropped 39 and he only took 20 shots. Six for 10 from three. Right? That's and, the efficiency um, you need from a team like that. When you have those two players and you still need production from everybody else, you, you need you need KD and Kyrie going for 35, 40 shots combined. Yeah, when you look at the starters, you know, Kevin Durant, 23. Kyrie Irving, 39. And then Bruce Brown, Andre Drummond, and uh, Seth Curry equal, what, 17, uh, 18, 8, 5, and 9. Mm-hmm. We ain't doing math on the podcast. I'm drinking wine. Nick Claxton and Dragic were the only two with double figures other than them, and they're coming off the bench. Big facts. Someone tell Claxton to hit his free throws, please. Yeah, what was he, four or five? One, four, for, one for five. One for five. I said four or five. One for five. Jeez. Hit your free throws, bud. It's arguable. It's, 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 a, it's an arguable statement to say you would have won the game. I mean, math is math. Like, all, all this being said, mind you, net shot 53% from the field. It's crazy. And 43% from the three. 45% from the three versus – Boston's 47% from the field and 36 from three, which are still good numbers. However, when you have to have your two best players just playing at the top of their game mm-hmm. to be able to win, you're going to have to demand as a coach and not ask, not expect. You're going to have to demand as a coach that the rest of the starters can at least accumulate for 25 to 35 points. Absolutely. There's no there's no way, you know, you have Seth Curry. What's the reason that he's not your three-point guy? What's the reason that he's only got nine points in this game? You know? And if it's looks, you're going to have to trust it a little more if you're KD and Kyrie. Yep. Because it seems like they want to take all the shots and not necessarily have trust for their teammates, which for good reason – and Bro, by the way, I'm watching it. this game, not to cut you off, but DeMarcus Cousins and uh and uh Will Barton got into it. Yeah, they were getting into it. In the uh, huddle. Go ahead. 
Now saying if if Goran Dragic didn't come off the bench and and drop fourteen points, that that game would have got ugly. Who's that Heat legend Goran Dragic? Heat legend Goran Dragic. Uh, that game would have got ugly. Yeah, I mean, it, it, like if Nick if if Nick Claxton didn't have them thirteen points off the bench because they combined for twenty seven points. Twenty seven of their points came from Nick Claxton and Goran Dragic. That like come off you the can't bench. get twenty five points from your starters. That are not named Kyrie, 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 and KD, but you're getting it from you know Claxton and uh, Dragic. That's pretty crazy. It's it's sad. If if I'm a Nets fan, you know I'm wondering where the hell is Ben Simmons. Oh God, that's really my concern. And do you think that Boston versus it, it would still be a very competitive series? Okay, yeah, it would. It would. I answer my own question. Not for sure. Yeah. I mean, I think that Boston's going to have to. One. Oh, Ben Simmons changes the, the dynamic of that team completely. If he's on the if he's One, on the Boston's going to have to pick it up offensively. I mean, I think 115 is a low, mm-hmm. is a low count for a team, you know, nowadays. You know, if I think they play the Miami Heat next series, if they average 115 a game, <laughs> they're cooked. And not to say, you know, they have a good defense, right? So they keep their games close. They keep their games not just low scoring, but uh, they can win games that are low scoring, much like the Miami Heat. But against a team like the Nets, you're going to have to tighten it up just a little bit more. If you're going to let Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving go crazy and ball out, cool, do that. But, you know, just, just clean it up. I agree. It's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. This is uh, you guys fought how hard to get to this point and just didn't do it. Didn't get didn't get it done essentially. Not in game one anyway. So we'll see we'll see what happens in game two. It'd be interesting to see. I'm not gonna lie. I'm interested to see uh, game two of the Minnesota Memphis. Minnesota's rolling. 130 to 117, we saw it. You know, we we understand that this, much like in the East, the 2-7 series is a toss-up. It really is. It really is. Even though uh, Memphis didn't look good game one, we, we already know what they're capable of, with or without Ja. So and more seen so it. without. <laughs> yeah, facts. Big facts. I mean, it's interesting to see that Memphis truly has to kind of quote-unquote, expose themselves, whatever you want to use. Like, you guys got the two seed. You played great all season. Here's home court advantage, and here's your first-round opponent. Mm -hmm. You know, what can you do with this? And, uh, shit, to be at home and lose 130 to 117? Yeah, that's not a good look. But the shots wasn't falling. We were talking about it. That's true. Seven from 27 from three, that's, that's unusually rare. Unusually unusual. <laughs> That's true. You know what I'm saying? And it, it's 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 basketball and it's sports. And you might have some of those. You might you, you not might. You're gonna have one of those nights. We all in whatever profession you're in, whatever whether it's sports, whether it's a nine to five, you're gonna have an off day. But you gotta you gotta bounce back in a major way, especially if you're at the crib, man. That's not a good look. That, you can't that, go down o two and then be going to Minnesota. That home court advantage is is. It's something serious, man. You got to take a full advantage of it, you know. So, I'm interested to see Anthony Edwards in his second playoff game because 
He went for 36 in his debut and obviously secured the win. Carl Carl Anthony Towns had a good bounce back game from a poor performance in the play-in game Mm -hmm. where he had, I think, 23 and 14 or 24 and 13, something like that. However, it looks like Jokic is about to get teed up and kicked out of this game. Yeah, he has to take his ass, just just sit down, take this 2-0 loss back to Denver because... When you're down 2-0 in the playoffs and you're the MVP of oh, the he league. Oh, get, he did get ejected. He yeah, he's up out of there. He got a technical foul. Ooh, it's not a good look, Jokic. Damn. Frustrated. I understand, though. That's his passion, you know, his pride. But, uh, and the game's clearly over, so it's not like. Yeah. Yeah, but Jokic walks up to the ref in a threatening manner. <laughs> How, you know, time. you know how I feel about them Eastern Europeans, bro. I would Every not, I time, I, don't, I would not fuck with any of them boys right. over there, bro. Anyways, look, man, Carl Anthony Towns can play like that. If Anthony Edwards can play like that, and then D'Angelo Russell can find a groove. He struggled from the field. He had damn near a double double, but ten and ten or whatever the case is, like okay, you need to impact this game in a much bigger fashion mm-hmm. um, from a playmaking standpoint. From a scoring standpoint, and I think just putting up shots, like take more shots. You're you're gonna make and you're gonna make more the more you take. That's a fact, right? That's a fact. So, I like I like the fact that uh that the Timberwolves are getting 40, 43 points off the bench that game. Like wow. that's between I mean between three players, but it's forty three points off the bench. Who's that? Tyus Jones, Malik uh, Beasley. Beasley had what twenty three? Twenty three. McDaniel's had fifteen, and then. Uh, Prince had five. Prince, Prince, yeah. Prince had some clutch buckets too. So, you know, hey man, they, Minnesota can definitely win this series. I wouldn't doubt that. Do I think they do? I think Memphis, you know, puts a pep in their step and kind of understands what it's come to. But ultimately, man, it's this is a fair, this is fair game here. It is, it is, so. and you, we gotta. I'm interested to see how Stephen Adams bounces back because. No points. Not like the is. not the egg. The big old the deviled egg. egg. Come on, man. No points in a playoff home game. That's crazy. But we'll see how they bounce back. We'll see how they bounce back. I think we gotta give a shout out to uh, to New Orleans too, though. Uh, they're in the playoffs after starting the season like what was it like? Oh, and something. It's pretty bad. No Zion first All year season. All season, he looking fresh on the bench too. I don't know. I think they pay him more money the longer he's on the bench, chain? bro. You see that chain he rocking? <laughs> I thought that was the Griselda joint, that bro. He's hitting. Yeah, dog. Uh, but yeah, first year head coach, no star player. Start off the season very suspect, but uh, they're in the playoffs. You and I know what's gonna happen. You and I know. <laughs> but shout out! I, I love the story. I love the the resilience that they had at the end of the season. There, CJ McCollum getting getting there halfway through the season. Shout out to Willie Green, man. Yeah, facts. Shout out to Willie Green. He he deserves his spot right now, and he's um, I mean, I I can't say excelling in it right now in the playoffs, but just in the fact that he has a young team that, at the trade deadline, made a a splash trade with you know acquiring C J McCollum, mm-hmm. did what they had to do. They still have uh, Devontae Graham. They still have Jose Alvarado. You know they got guys Grand Theft like Alvarado. Kai Jones. <laughs> Like Kai Jones and uh, Jackson Hayes, you know, making plays there. So it's they're fun an to explosive see. bunch, bro. They are an explosive bunch when they're yeah. running the court. It's fun to see. It is. 
Steph Curry is disgusting. Bro. Yeah, this, this and to think that Giannis Antetokounmpo is better than Steph Curry, you gotta be out your mind. Thirty-one <laughs> points, bro. You gotta be out your mind. Ooh, that's a debate for another day. Best player in the NBA. I wish Nate was here. You want to talk about your uh, your Colts and their new acquisition? Ooh, are we switching it up to football? Real okay. quick. I think I think this is appropriate right here. Hold up. I got this right here. <laughs> this seems pretty appropriate. We go with some NFL films action. Yeah. How's this sounding right here? This is that Sam Spence. Yeah. Autumn ritual. We do not, you know, own this song. <laughs> yeah. However, it's we a good own one. no rights. NFL season, NFL off season, draft ten days away. Who's gonna be the number one pick? We gotta wait. We gotta figure it out. <laughs> As the suspense builds, and Curry splashes another one. And on. Josh Allen is excited to play again with the new overtime rules. <laughs> Tom Brady's back. He's back. But are the Bucks? The Rams are. And we got Tyreek and Teal. Wow. It's been an offseason to remember. For the Dolphins, an offseason to remember, certainly. For the Giants, a regular offseason. Yeah, I love the uh I love the power move that uh Andy Reid played and he was like, yo, we're gonna be alright. It ain't nothing. We we ain't gonna be much different, quote unquote. Right. Alright, bro. <laughs> I was trying to think of a team with an offseason to forget. I couldn't think of one, but, you know, with an offseason to forget. That'd be Jacksonville, Let's bro. go with Jacksonville. They can catch a stray. Fuck them. <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars. They've just had a long season. I think their offseason has been pretty exciting because, shit, there's no more Urban Meyer. Oh, I think man. this music is great, by the way. It, it gives is. me, like, things to think about. So, <laughs> shit. But. Yeah, I mean, you asked me about Stephon Gilmore, if I'm not mistaken. Was yes, that correct? Sir. Yes, sir. All right, let me do this, dog. This will be my last one, but I'm about to uh, pour I up might, this. I might just have to, yeah, I might finish this one real quick. I'm about to pour up this next bottle of wine right here. This next, uh, I said this next bottle. A little, little glass. I'll pour up this next little glass of wine right here, make it a little, little that, bigger. That defensive unit, that, that close defensive unit is looking, uh, whew. Yeah, man, and it's so exciting because, you know, guys like, uh, Darius Leonard, oh. guys like DeForest Buckner, right? These are all pros. These are pro bowlers. Guys like Kenny Moore, pro bowl cornerback. Guys like Quiddy Pay, second-year defensive end out of Michigan who's mm -hmm. ready to put on a show this year. Guys like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shout him out. You might not know him. His name is Deo Odangbo. Dangbo. And I might got that wrong. But his name is Deo. Call him Deo. That's all you got to call him. And he's in his second year as well. He's a pass rush, right? Those are the two young guys. But mm -hmm. I didn't even mention the acquisition in the offseason of a guy like Yannick Ngakwe. <sighs> you trade Carson Wentz to the commanders for, for a third. 
You get Matt Ryan from the Falcons. Let me get him. You get Yannick Ngakwe in a trade for Rocky Sin, who was a shout out to Rocky Sin, young cornerback. He's gonna be do good things in this league, and hopefully he can kind of really grow into his role. He's still young, still in the rookie deal, but you trade him a corner for a Pro Bowl twenty six year old elite pass rusher. It doesn't get better than that, and it does. His chest not checked his. You go and fill that cornerback void with a pro bowler, all pro, defensive player of the year 2019, Stephon Gilmore. Bump and run Gilmore. So, I mean, that's just the defense, dog, and it's exciting to see. I mean, with the draft, like I said, being 10 days away, the Colts are going to have to improve vastly along the offensive line, like at that left tackle position. Hopefully we can find something. We have Matt Pryor, and we're going to let him start, and we'll see where that goes. I don't think that's the greatest you know, security blanket there, but we'll work with it, and we're going to have to get some uh, – some uh, weapons, man. Some wide receivers like a George Pickens maybe from Georgia, mm-hmm. right? David Bell from Purdue. What are we going to do? I like it. I like but, it. But uh, to think that the Colts offseason started off, quote, unquote, boring or what you would say is to know that where we were last year and, and the ability we didn't show to make the playoffs and contend truly against an elite team especially coming out of this AFC, which is tough. Shout out to the NFC. They won the Super Bowl. Yeah. But, yeah, man, it's it's like it's a grind. And, I mean, you tell me, we add Yannick Ngakwe, Matt Ryan, Stephon Gilmore. Okay. <laughs> Bet. You feel me? Let me get Yeah, I'll take that. So, especially knowing, and like I said, it's knowing what you had to what you have now. Um, I think that's the biggest thing. So I'm excited, man. You know, I'm always excited. I'm always going to say great things, but it's time to put, you know, the pen to paper, the uh, it's time to just, you know, show the NFL that this is a team that is truly competitive. We can truly, truly compete with the best teams and mm-hmm. also win big games. So we got Lucas Oil is going to be rocking. KC versus uh Yeah, we definitely gonna make it up there. KC versus Indianapolis. I don't know how we doing it, where we doing it, when we doing it, but we're gonna do we it. We don't dog. have to make it up there. No doubt about it. No doubt about so, it. So yeah, that's where I stand on this Colts defense and the acquisition of Stephon Gilmore. Hashtag excited. Hashtag excited. Hashtag NFL offseason. I would cue the music. I think it's did its job. I'll put it like that. I think the music. I think the music had its had its run this tonight. All right. I think we got some more football news though. I think. Uh, I think a big thing. Probably the last thing before we get out of here. Nah, let's do it. Um, I think a big thing is this this contract situation. By the way, I'm watching this Warriors game. We're still here. You know, Warriors are up for context. 119-101 with two and a half left. Yeah, we're watching what you call garbage time. Minutes. So you know that on, <laughs> on each side, yeah, exactly. <laughs> on each bench, you know, it's the players, and then there's that, like, one fan that sits at the end of the bench. Mm-hmm. The lady that's sitting at the end of the Warriors bench has on, oh, I get it now. <laughs> I was going to say she has on a number nine Philadelphia 76ers throwback jersey. 
Iguodala played for the Sixers. Yep. And he was number nine. So, understandable, but nice. what happened to, like, 2015 Warriors Finals MVP? Look at E40 in the background. Finals MVP uh, jersey, you know? You got to do better than that. Playoff game. You're at the Warriors game with the playoff, playoff game <laughs> with the fucking, you know? Hey, anyways. So... This uh this wide receiver situation, this contract situation in general, right? We just saw Tyree Kill get the highest contract ever for a wide receiver. Yes, sir. We see Devontae Adams sitting at about twenty eight million a year. We know that Patrick Mahomes, not as a wide receiver, but just a, a footballer in general, he's got the five hundred million. Contracts have just gone up, up, up. They're going to continue to do so. The The next guy in line is going to get that bag. And it's a good thing to see because, you know, this is what these guys work hard for. They get to get paid off and um, make generational wealth for their family. However, exactly. man, it, it costs. And if you're not in a position financially as a football club, to make these type of decisions, that's where you start to see the discourse from, okay, I'm talented, I'm young, I love this team, to, okay, I'm on my rookie deal, about to be on my first true contract. Let me make sure that that contract is up to, uh, you know, standard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because my play has been. And in the likes of a... Debo Samuel, also a Terry McLaurin, and there's one more of them. There's one more of them. Who's the uh, Who's the third one? AJ Brown. Oh shit! Tennessee and AJ Brown are actually in negotiation deals right now. However, nothing's amounted yet. I know that AJ and Debo are not planning to show up to voluntary workouts this offseason. And they don't plan to show up. They don't plan to show up until that contract gets signed, frankly. Now, Terry McLaurin, Washington Commanders, he, he he's going to report. They expect him to. And I think that has to do with the fact that he hasn't had a fair shot with a great quarterback because I think if he has, his numbers by now would show why he should have the contract that he's going to be kind of fishing for right there. But a guy like, uh, what's my guy's name? We just had him. Stephon Gilmore? No, 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 no. Oh. Wide receiver. Uh, we just talked Debo about Samuel. Debo. <laughs> my bad. No, a guy good. like Debo Samuel, that's that wine. That's that wine. he. <laughs> A guy like Debo Samuel, as a running back wide receiver, do it all for Kyle Shanahan's offense in San Francisco. Shit, I mean, yeah, I would, I would demand, I would demand a big number as well for my services, knowing what I bring to the table, knowing that the money is going around, knowing that if this team doesn't pay you, the next team will. You know, you got to start thinking ahead mm -hmm. now. If if you realize that you get into the league and your first four seasons are a grind and 
you know, not what you expected. Whatever the case is, I don't want to like downplay it or make it seem anything like it isn't. However, people do become shell shocked or you know, nah, absolutely put themselves in those positions. So and then you gotta start thinking long term at that point. Exactly. And if it don't add up, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You know. So as far as them boys not wanting to show up until the contract is signed, I'll quote one of the greats. Greats here by the name of Currency. Mm. That boy said, one for the money. Two for the show. But I ain't stepping on that stage. It's still kind of about my cash flow. flow. Feel me? <laughs> feel me? And that's literally it. That's literally it. One for the money, two for the shows. Yep. And they shouldn't step on that field. And I remember being a young fan because obviously holdouts have been, you know, a thing in the league for years now and contract negotiations and misunderstandings. That was a flop, by the way, with 20 <laughs> seconds left. That's fucking sad, bro. Get out of the league, Camposano. You got dumb. You fucking bum, Camposano. <laughs> and Wayne Ellington said, when I see you, his hands. So fuck you, Frank Camposano. That's the one oh, nigga in the NBA I tell him, fuck, fuck. you. You trash. But, oh, my God. Mm, Warriors are 13-1 and one in a series when they lead 2-0. Is it fair to say this series is... Over. This is under Steve Kerr, by the way. Steve Kerr's still the head coach. I'ma call it. Series is done. I think Joker might the the Joker might drop uh, like fifty next game, but he's Let, still gonna he's still gonna lose. Okay, but is the series done? Is what I'm. Oh, asking. for sure, for okay. sure. Series is over. Okay. Now they'll be, they'll be lucky for a gentleman sweep. Man, which is crazy to be talking about Denver like that, right? Yeah, like, I mean, Golden State is a different team in the playoffs. And uh, when Curry and Clay get together with this new Jordan Poole. So Jordan Poole, I wanted to shout him out too because he dropped over 30 in his debut. Uh, Jordan mm-hmm. Poole had, I'm going to tell you right now, I got it right here. Come on, bastard. There it goes right there. Jordan Poole dropped... 29, okay, he almost had a 30-piece. 4 of 4 from the line, 5 of 10 from 3, 10 of 16 from the field, right? And uh, tonight. That's crazy. I'd have to check tonight. <laughs> no, nah, that's not tonight? No, nah, that's uh, game one. That's game one. Tonight. Nah, that is tonight. Oh, that is tonight. Okay, so I'm tripping. My fault. Nah, you good. You good. I'm tripping. Game one, uh, game one, he dropped 30. See? He did get 30. 59. That's what he uh 30 the first game, 29 the second game. Wow. Shout out to him, man. They interview him right now. They interviewing him right now, Jordan Poole. Yeah, this, this Warriors team is definitely something to mess with. So, um... I know we kind of jumped into the Warriors thing. I want to just finish up with the wide receiver thing. I never nah, never absolutely. finished. But yeah, step back. Yeah, I mean, generational wealth. You got to secure it for your family. Obviously, the football teams or the NFL teams know that this is a business. They understand that they got to, you know, play their cards right. And it's up to the player and their agent to be confident enough to do that for themselves. And the player is going to bet on themselves and hold out or ask for a trade or whatever the case, but they're going to go and they're going to see the contract that they want. And then when they get it, it's time to prove it, right? Absolutely. So Absolutely. Yeah, man. Hey, look, bro, it's game two. Miami Heat, we got game twos coming up tomorrow. Um, 
it's it's an exciting first round. I don't think it's going to be, you know, anything like the NFL playoffs because it was crazy. Hey, man, I think that we just watched one of the most exciting NCAA tournaments that we've ever seen. And yeah. we're about to witness probably one of the best NBA playoffs that we're ever going to I think going forward, second round and semifinals, yeah, we're going to start to see some great basketball because the competition's only going to get better and uh, – yeah, Jalen Brunson, though. Shout out to him. I wanted to say that. Shout out to Jalen Brunson dropping a 41-piece and oh, getting yeah. the dub. I probably said it earlier, but I just seen this picture again. Jalen Brunson, not a Villanova champion. Uh, Second-round pick. So Big never facts. quit on your dreams, guys. Thank you guys for listening. Follow us on Twitter at ATSPod and on Instagram at ATSPodOfficial. Yeah, ATSPod.com coming soon. Yes, sir.